The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Work it, make it, do it. Makes us harder, better, faster, stronger. That, 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 that don't kill me. Can only make me stronger. I need you to hurry up now. Cause I can't wait much longer. I know I got to be right now. Cause I can't get much stronger. Man, I've been waiting all night now. That's how long I've been on ya. Oh yeah, you hear that music, you know the show. You listen to Whale of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. Uh, today was one of those days I woke up and it, it was raining. I'm, I'm in the valley. Why is it raining? But uh, I think, the, well, the sun hasn't come out. It's a little cloudy, but it's always a good day here in the valley. And it's a better day when I get a chance to host this show and get a chance to talk to you a little bit about what I think in the world of sports and, and what's happening in the world of sports and uh, and a few other things. Every now and then I, I may venture off. Uh, but, uh, you know, this is not a biased show, but I got to say the Ohio State University is still there in the mix. Yes, I hope you all heard that. Uh, many people didn't think the Buckeyes had a chance. And I, I was a little bit concerned about a national championship in basketball this year. Uh, I think I said, as a matter of fact, you know, and I didn't want to call them a dark horse because everybody knew about them. Uh, but the team that I thought had an outstanding chance to do some things, and they, it still remains, is, is Syracuse. Very uh, very good basketball team, period. And so, uh, uh, you know, Syracuse is still there and the Buckeyes are still there. So who, who knows? One of those two may walk away with a national championship trophy. And I would be happy. Why? Because, uh, you know. I'm a Buckeye for one, and because I thought Syracuse had a good chance. Listen, I'll tell you what happens and, and what's a good chance to happen is that there are going to be a lot of young men uh, in the National Football League next year that are college students this year and who will become instant millionaires. And there are some things that which they have to be faced with. And uh, my good friend Guy Troop is going to join us uh, to talk about some of those things. Guy's going to join us uh, uh, a little bit later. Uh, I think I, I have Guy uh, on the line with me. Guy, are you there? I am. How are you? I'm great, Ray. How are you doing well, today? I'm doing wonderful, Guy. I, uh, you know, I'm one of those advocates for uh, the player network event in particular, but certainly a cheerleader for Troop 21 and all the good things you do uh, for young men uh, in the world of football in particular. Uh, and I've uh, I found uh, another good friend out there, Guy, uh, you know, who's going to join us, and that is uh, uh, Mark Magazoo. And Mark is from uh, a company out on, uh, well, he has a number of different offices uh, across the country uh, at Atlas Strategies. And uh, Mark is also helping young men uh, try to sustain their lifestyle and their wealth uh, once they transition from uh, football and, and other sports as well. Uh, Mark, are you there with me? Uh, I'm here, right? How are you today? I'm doing quite well. It's raining out here on the East Coast, too. Uh, <laughs> well, it's raining all over the place, and uh, uh, I'm, I'm just happy that we have a chance to uh, brighten somebody's day up by talking about some very, very important things. And, and I wanted to get Guy on the show because 
Uh, it, it's, it's the time of year, Guy, where I'm sure for you, uh, I think things, uh, there's a kind of different mixed emotions because there's some guys who are coming into the league and some guys, the realization that their careers may be over with uh, is about to fall upon them. And uh, perhaps maybe it makes your job easier or it makes your job harder, but uh, certainly it brings your, your job uh, right to the forefront of, of what I'm thinking about, and that is uh, player transitions. And, and one reason why I wanted to bring Mark in, uh, Mark, I wanted you, if you would, I want you to take time out to tell those who are listening a little bit about your business and some of the things you do, and then I'm, I'm going to get back to Guy and we'll talk about uh, the benefits that your job offers to people who, like myself, uh, one day played in the in the wonderful world of the National Football League. But why don't you talk a little bit about your business, Mark? Sure. Uh, Atlas Strategies is a is a consulting and representation firm that works with uh, athletes and entertainers and companies that uh, have a either have a clear understanding of where they want to go with their brand and their life, or they know they want to go somewhere and might not have the clarity of where they want to go. And we'll come in there and and help them piece that together. Um, and I think your show today is really on topic. Uh, when you talk about athletes, it, they're a very rare breed of, of human being that one day um, nobody may know them, and the next day they may have a million dollars in their pocket and everybody knows their name. And uh, especially in today's world where you can be everywhere all at once, you can be seen on YouTube or Ustream and you can be heard on Twitter or on your website or you know, in any number of different ways, you as an athlete have an instant platform. And I think uh, I always like to say it's a double-edged sword because if you can smartly pull together a comprehensive plan of, hey, I want to go from A to, a to Z here, and I know that in five years I want to be a brand that's valuable and respected, those people can pull together all these different instruments and get from A to Z. The guys that don't really realize that, you know, they may end up seeking themselves or diluting their brand. And so what my firm does in a nutshell is help them go in and say, all right, who is it that you think you are, where do you want to be, you know, next year, the year after, or in, in retirement, and we help them walk the, the, the path to get there using all these different tools that may or may not, you know, naturally converge. Um, yeah, so in a nutshell, we help people tell their stories. Hey, Guy, I, I know many times uh, for players that there is uh, some concern with them because they, they're coming into a new arena. Uh, even though they're still playing football, there's so many expectations for them. And, and you walk in and you're concerned, it's like, okay, when it comes to my brand strategy and my strategic planning of, of myself as this brand, you know, you know it's, it's kind of which comes first. Is it, is it the chicken or the egg? So do they start preparing for their brand uh, and, and, and the strategic plan for that first and, and their exit strategy? Or, or do they do it as succinct with everything else? What, what, what are some of the things, or, or what's your opinion of how they go about that in terms of them deciding, wow, which comes first, the chicken or the egg? Do I start really concentrating on football, or do I really start concentrating on, you know, creating this brand that, you know, if I'm lucky, you know, I have a chance to create another revenue stream from? Well, Ray, I mean, I would start with, uh, I think this discussion is all about the merger of theory and practice. Uh, you know, you can take experts in marketing, branding, uh, in any field under the sun, and their their training is is top line and top level, and they know what they're doing. Uh, but introducing that to an 18-year-old or 22-year-old young person who uh, has been praised for his athletic prowess primarily, and you know, getting those concepts through. 
uh, you know, it, it, it's more than a notion. So I would say that the brand, <laughs> and I'm basing this really more on my experience in trying to work inside of systems with coaches and athletic administrators, you know, agents, financial planners, life skills personnel. It, it really starts with the athlete uh, uh, internally and then how others are looking at him externally, and, and most are looking at the athlete as a, as a performer. And so the brand has to tie into performance on the field, uh, I think, before, before you do anything. And that's, you know, that's just my opinion, but I know there, you don't have staying power if you don't perform. So those seniors this year that are aspiring to play in the NFL, if they didn't perform at the highest levels, during their college career or at the combine here recently or, or their pro days, then the brand that they want to create, it, it doesn't really have a, a, a place to, to grow and nurture and, and live. Hey, Mark, uh, uh, I just wanted to advise you a little bit here how we run this show. If you hear some music, I'm going to have to take a break, so I didn't want to interrupt you uh, in the middle of a sentence. But let me just say that based upon some of the things that the guy's saying in terms of uh, the way you go about your business and uh, your relationship with your clients, when does that start, the relationship with your clients uh, as it uh, uh, pertains to the creation or extension of, of them as a brand? He's 100% right. I'm not sure I could have said it any more succinctly. Performance on the field really lends weight and power to the platform. In other words, there is no platform. You can sell nothing. There is no brand if you drop the ball, literally and figuratively, <laughs> I suppose, yeah. um, you know, in, your, in, your, in your chosen profession, whether you're you know, an athlete or you're an entertainer, we don't have much to work with. So the chicken or the egg question. It starts when that person internally makes the decision that I want to be something more than, you know, the guy that catches or, th or, pat or, or throws a football. And they have to decide that for themselves and then make the choice because internally in doing so, they've made the choice that I will, you know, I'm committed to this. Without it, it's just I want, I want, I want a fancy car, I want to be famous but no commitment to actually do the things that it takes to get there. And, uh, you know, Guy was 100% right on with that. And, and we could outline the greatest plan ever. The Michael Jordan of all plans, and if there's not the commitment or the understanding of what it takes to get there, it will never, it will never. And nowadays you have to worry about, uh, you know, just your reputation. You know, we, I used to use, and I don't like to use uh, names, but I will in this case, I used to use Tiger Woods as an example to my clients all the time. Here's a guy that's doing everything right. The commitment's there, the thought process is there, the marketing plan, the strategic outreach, everything is there. And then one, you know, personal, when he deviated from the commitment um, or the understanding that what I do affects my brand and my marketing strategy, it all comes crashing down. And so you know, your chicken or egg question is it really, it starts. Step one is internally saying, you know what, I want to be something more and I'm committed to it. Now, let me ask you, Mark, uh, is there a certain type of athlete that you look for? I mean, is in the business of what you work in, it, does any and all athletes have an opportunity to extend their brand beyond the playing fields? Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't care if you're a 330-pound uh, second-string tackle or you're, you know, you're 
1,600 yards and 12 touchdowns, and you're a wide receiver and you're flashy. There's always some, You've got a platform that not everyone else has, and so maybe the wide receiver position or the quarterback position will lend itself to more visibility. You know, but the tackle position or the punter or the, you know, the return man or the second string, the backup shortstop on a baseball team has a platform that not many others have, whether even it's just convening I believe in a I believe in a topic. I'm an animal rights guy and I'm the backup this. You know, I now have an opportunity to convene others who make a difference. If I can't do it myself or I can get involved with philanthropy or I, you know, there are a creative marketing outlet will work for anyone. Um, they just have to have the commitment and the drive and and make the decision to be involved and, you know. I, I, there's a kicker that we work with. Who cares about kickers, right? But this guy's really making a difference. Uh, in the city where he plays, he's locked in with uh, the Children's Hospital there, doing lots of work with uh, all kinds of outreach, which in turn gives him television time and radio time, which in turn gives him endorsements and partnerships. And so, yeah, anybody. It can work for anybody. Okay, Mark, we got that music. We're going to have to take a break. You listen to Rail the Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's at the shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the three is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to Win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins next week, I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter, formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. Get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. 
your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Okay, we're back. You're listening to Rail Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, uh, living like it matters. Uh, I want to give a shout out. Every now and then, you know, I give a shout out. I, I got to give a shout out to... Uh, I'm going to call him a friend because if I saw him and I haven't seen, I know I haven't seen him in maybe 10 years, but uh, we would hug each other and embrace each other like we, you know, the last time we saw each other. And uh, no, I'm not name dropping, but uh, it's just an amazing story. And I'm going to give a shout out to Mike Rubin. Now, I didn't see the show the other day, but I guess there's a show on TV about uh, the boss goes undercover. And uh, Mike Rubin uh, was the boss that went undercover. Mike, of course, is the uh, president, founder, and CEO of uh, GSI Conference, and uh, just a, a, a multi-billion-dollar business. Uh, but I met the young man when I was, of course, playing ball for the Eagles in Philadelphia. And Mike, it's a true story. He was a high school student who started his business in high school, uh, went to Villanova for I think maybe I'm gonna say I'm gonna give him mm, two semesters. Dropped out. Uh, it just didn't it didn't feel what he needed at the time. Mike is a very much so an advocate for education. But at the time, he was just so passionate and had such a great business sense about what he wanted to do and how he wanted to get it done. And, and he did it. He had the support from his parents, two very well educated people. And, and Mike got it done. And I missed the show the other night. But thank goodness for technology. You got uh, TiVo out there and on demand. I'm going to get a chance to see uh, Mike, and I understood that uh, the work uh, got a little bit tough. I think Mike might have been out of shape there. So shout out, Mike Rubin, uh, GSI Conference. Uh, but we're back now, and I got some more good friends of mine that I'm talking to. Guy Troop from uh, Troop 21 and, of course, uh, the famed Player Network event, which we had an outstanding uh, event at the Super Bowl this year. It was the 10th anniversary, and then also I have with me... Uh, uh, Mark Magazoo. I have to take time with that name, uh, pronouncing <laughs> that last name. It's a little tougher tongue twister there at uh, uh, Atlas Strategies. And we were talking, uh, believe it or not, we were talking about a kicker at the end before we went into a break there. A kicker. Yes, even a kicker in the National Football League. Shout out to Nick Murphy, who was a punter, but I, to me, they're all kickers uh, here at Murphy's Law here on Voice America Sports every Friday. You can hear his show. But but yes, even a kicker. Now, guy, let me ask you: when 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 Mark talks about these opportunities for brands, uh, you and I have talked before about a brand and and players taking ownership of their brands. Uh, do you see these as entrepreneurial opportunities? Oh, without a doubt. But the uh, you know it it takes a lifetime for for some brands to mature and uh, really take shape in the marketplace. You know, you know, Michael Jordan is a great athlete, and the brand Jordan is, what is it, maybe 20 years old? Uh, and so just imagine what brand Jordan will look like 50 years from now. Uh, and so when I think about brands and branding, and the first thing that comes to mind for me is, is will a player invest um, – in himself and his brand, and, and investment comes in many ways. Marcus talked a lot about, you know, making the commitment to the brand. But I want to, I want to just be real candid and, and bold. There's, you know, an investment as most of us know it is is a monetary investment. So, you know, when you look at a, a senior coming out of college, 
and entering the draft, how many of them are investing the right things is the question, and in their brand and in themselves. So a Mercedes-Benz is not an investment uh, really in your brand. I know someone might make the argument that you're a business professional and you need the highest class of an automobile, but 20 Armani suits and, you know, three condos and, and one palatial estate, that, that's not necessarily investing in your brand. That's, that's investing in a material possessions that, you know, depreciate very quickly in some instances. And, and so when I think about the conversations that need to take place with athletes and investing in a brand, that, that's really where I started. Uh, old African proverb says, uh, when a man is wealthy, he may wear an old cloth. Uh, you talked a little bit, Ray, at the beginning about help, you know Mark's strategy of helping guys sustain and uh, sustain wealth. Well, uh, you know I, I would venture to say that probably less than one percent of all athletes are truly wealthy. And so when we talk about the concept of wealth and brand building, I, I just want to put that out there that you, you really have to go slow. It takes time, and it's a process to build wealth and a brand. And and I, I'm going to agree with you about that percentage of athletes that, that are wealthy, and, and most of those are those that are taken in the first round. Uh, they do hit the jackpot, and uh, and they receive enough money that I think that some of their children's children's children perhaps maybe could uh, reap the benefits of, of that, uh, of which they have uh, been rewarded uh, for the time that they, they put in years before uh, stepping on the NFL field because that's where they get those dollars at and, and that first contract coming out of out of college. But uh, to go kind of piggyback off of what you were saying there, I, I'm going to ask I'm going to ask Mark. Mark, let, let, let's talk about that a little bit. Is, is this a, an entrepreneur type of venture and relationship that that you help these players um uh, develop or or is this a service that you provide of which it, you know it's something that that your company provides for these players it's not something that that they necessarily uh take over themselves and and they become this brand is this just a service are you in a service provider uh relationship with them it really depends we're, we're very fortunate where we're positioned where um we really deal with the athletes on the athletic side who have made the choice to, to do a thing and so we're not fighting the battle of the 23-year-old who's still really conflicted and has the five cars. And we're never out there saying, you know, you're really not, <laughs> you don't need another one. Maybe invest in your brand here. We, we don't fight those battles because, by and large, we've got the folks. The folks approach us when they have an idea. So, I, again, I'm finding myself agreeing with both of you 100%. Whether is it a service or is it something where we can uh, they can own or we can build and de deliver almost like a... The, here's the brand, go make money on it. Both. Uh, it depends on what we're at. So we had a linebacker come to us and say, you know what, I'm, I'm interested in diabetes. What can I do? And so in that sense, we, we created a program with the American Diabetes Association and got uh, you know, some other partnerships and sponsorships and created a years-long worth of programs. And that's what he wanted. We have another um, uh, client who came and just said, look, I want to be Michael Jordan. What do I do? How do I, do, how do I work that? And again, we're dealing with people who have turned that corner in their mind and made the commitment. And in that sense, we're helping that person develop, you know, an identity that can be put on uh, clothes as much as it can be put on a cigar label or a wine label or uh, an event um, and build it up. 
And the, the one, I'm not sure if it's a slight disagreement or just a variation, but I don't think it takes 20, 40, 30, 40 years anymore for a brand to mature. And that's only because, had Michael Jordan been in his prime now, uh, it would take far less time because you can be everywhere all at once, whereas you couldn't do that in 1995. You know, now you can literally, quite literally, have a clothing line and then sell it everywhere. Um, you've got to have the commitment to uh, developing the brand equity. You've got to perform and you've got to be a, you know, a good person that people want to buy from. But uh, it, it takes less time but more commitment, I think, at this point. And um, so, yes, to answer your question in a more direct way, it can be both. We'll provide the service. They know what they want, and we'll go in and say, okay, great, we'll make a partnership or we'll create this. Or it's, hey, I want to own this thing. What do I do? And, uh, you know, you kicked off your show by saying, you know, the, what is the platform that an athlete has and is it valuable? And, yes, the answer is yes. It's just that not all of them uh, fully grasp the platform they're standing on and how to grow it and what to do while they're standing on it. Well, Mark, I think uh, certainly uh, the services that you that you do offer and the partnership, let's let, let's put it like that, the partnership that you offer with the players, because I'm sure you're there by their sides. Uh, can you talk to me a little bit about uh, once a player has transitioned and his life as we know it as an athlete um, is over, uh, is there still an ongoing relationship with you and that athlete? And, and explain to me how that relationship works. In retirement? Uh, yes. If, you know... Many times what happens with, with players and the people that they do business with, uh, in particular a generation not so long ago, uh, mm -hmm. once the career was over, all the supportive services and people that were there, they seemed to disappear as well. Is there an ongoing relationship with, with you and the athletes you work with once their playing days is over with? A hundred percent, yes. And, and keep in mind, I guess all companies have a different um, attitude towards things. For us, we're not solely in it for the athlete. We, we look at uh, a platform, and whether that platform is the Ray Ellis show, what cool things can we do with that, or it's an athlete, or it's you know a hospital or a company. We're here to build on, again, I use the word platform a lot. I can grow the platform horizontally to hold more stuff, or I can grow it up so that it's taller. And so to me, it makes no difference in our creative team, whether you're a former player, a coach, a current player, an artist, or a doctor. If you have, you know, this conception of where you want to go, we approach it the same. And if you're nearing the end of your uh, playing career as a as an NFL athlete, let's say, yeah, you better believe that you're about to open up. You close some doors, but you're about to open up all kinds of new opportunities, doors to new opportunities. And and we're right there. As long as the commitment is there, we're there as well. It's we're not really, um, you know. There's no fixed date like, okay, you just retired, we're out of here. Well, Mark, why don't you uh, do me a favor? Why don't you give uh, the listeners um, your website address where perhaps maybe they could uh, visit that website, and if there's a number they could call, uh, even that as well. Sure. Uh, you can learn more about Atlas Strategies at uh, atlasstrategies.com. Uh, it's A-T-L-A-S-S-T-R-A-T-E-G-I-E-S.com, Atlas Strategies, two words. Um, and certainly give us a call or, or shoot us an email. See, uh, somebody gave you a call just that fast. Yeah, right there. <laughs> yeah, well, we, we, we certainly appreciate that. I uh, don't want you to go. I actually want you to uh, to stay there with us. Uh, I, I want to ask Guy a question. I see I'm going to have to go to a break uh, uh, in a minute there. But, Guy, uh, obviously the Player Network event just celebrated the 10th anniversary. As I said, it's that time of year where some players are actually finding their way out. Some players are, are coming in. 
how's business for you this time of the year in terms of what players could expect in case they needed your support, either to advise those coming in or to advise those going out? Well, we, we're in uh, a planning mode for the summer. Uh, we hit the road with our NFL rookie orientations in mid-May, which runs for about seven to eight weeks. Uh, well, we go we go to about 12 to 15 NFL teams every year and work with their entire rookie class. So that could be seven or eight drafted players as well as 15 to 20 rook, uh, free agent rookies. So we, uh, we're getting prepared for those scheduling and uh, really helping players in transition to look at employment as well as uh, entrepreneurial opportunities. Our, our model is, a, is um, really a, an institutional model where we don't work with players one-on-one unless they have a business. Uh, the teams, the league, the union, they hire us to really service players in, in one capacity or another in terms of uh, curriculum development, training and development, facilitation of meetings, uh, public speaking, and then we, we really work with the player players who are transitioning in, in a unique way, trying to really support them. And, and really, it's a, it's a catch-all sort of uh, relationship. I mean, I, I had a guy call me uh, last night about how he would register his LLC and taxes. And, you know, I'm not a CPA, nor am I, you know, tax attorney, but I know how to do that. So we, we just help them. Okay. Hey, uh, guys, we, we got music, man, so we're going to have to take the break. I'm going to ask you to finish explaining how you're going to help him on the other side of this break. You're listening to Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters. We'll take a break and be right back. to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports so andy serling packed his bags left the city and is enjoying his temporary digs in saratoga but that won't stop us from bringing you playing to win the best online handicapping show for serious horse players catch andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of august on location from the beautiful saratoga race course he and his guests are some of the best in the biz they bring you new insights to making money and they tell it like it is i'm three five one in this race but the three is very much the one to be we're going to completely disagree on this race i absolutely disagree Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins next week, I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. 
Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, is here for you, the fan, to hear about and discuss the week's top stories in the world of sports. We'll discuss not only the headliners, but you'll hear some of the smaller stories that don't usually make it on the sports wires today. It's a forum for the sports fan, hosted by Joe Cribbs, a three-time pro bowler with the Buffalo Bills. Joe is a 10-year pro football veteran, a former Southeastern Conference Most Valuable Player, and a member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Discuss the topics with Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network. Dialogue is the single most powerful leadership tool we have to make a difference in the world. Leading conversations with host Cheryl Esposito creates a place for that dialogue. Tune into the Voice America Business Channel every Friday as Cheryl hosts new conversations among leaders from around the world in business, government, art, economics, and social change. We'll explore big ideas and everyday actions and learn how their own leadership has led them to discover a newfound sense of possibility in the world. Leading conversations with Cheryl Esposito, bringing big thinkers together in conversations that make a difference right here on the Voice America Business Channel every Friday morning at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Okay, we got music, so that means we're back. You're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters. I got friends with me today, and it's always good to have friends with you. Guy Troop from Troop 21, and as I said, the, the well-esteemed and successful player network event has been going on for uh, 10 years. And uh, Guy Troop, of course, also a uh, former executive with uh, the National Football League. And I think it was in player development. Am I right, Guy? Correct. Okay. And uh have Mark Magazoo from uh, Atlas Strategies, and Mark works with uh, various players throughout the, the National Football League. And any other sports, Mark? Uh, sure, baseball, basketball, uh, you name it, we're in there. Oh, wow, that's, uh, that's outstanding. So that, that in itself adds credibility to, uh, to his company and to, to Mark as, as the president. Uh, but before we left there, um, uh, we were talking about... Uh, uh, guy and, and his work, uh, in particular this time of year, and, and, and you were talking about uh, working with players, uh, in particular, guy, those who might be transitioning, and, and you, there was one person you said that called you, and even though you're not a CPA, and I'll let you finish the, the rest of that. Yeah, I, I was really just giving an example of the kind of work we do on an ad hoc basis. I probably field, you know, 20 to 30 calls a month from guys that, you know, have known me in the past from my years working at the NCAA or the NFL or uh, just from Troop 21 or the P&E, the player networking event. So I was giving an example of a, a gentleman who called, and we pretty much just try to do that and help and support players in transition in any way that we can. Uh, ultimately, our hope is that we can in some way get the player involved with the player networking event at the Super Bowl so that uh, his his business or his uh, his wife's business or an affiliated business that he's a part of can gain some exposure, get some branding, and possibly uh, a new client base from our Super Bowl event. Now, guy, I'm just going to throw something out here. You know, many times I'll throw something out as if I don't know, but just so that you can say it and they can hear it uh, straight from from you. 
Okay. Uh, uh, I, I don't have any money, man. I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a player. I'm a former player. I'm, I'm in transition. I lost my job or I got a business and, and, and I want the services of, of, of Troop 21, but, but I don't have any money. Can I call you? Oh, without a doubt. As, as I said, we, we, we really try to find ways to just support players in transition. We have an infrastructure of social workers and psychologists as well as ed educators uh, and in our operations team where we're really listening to needs and really trying to use our network and our resources to help players. And oftentimes uh, players are taken aback uh, when, when we don't ask them for money. Uh, and they, but, but over time they, they sort of understand that, you know, we have enough business from the National Football League, the NBA, the NCAA, where they're, they're hiring our organization to work with players uh, in a pure educational way. So it, it, it's much easier to just keep relationships going and build relationships when, when you, you know, you don't have an agenda. You know, most guys, when they leave college, you know, they, they meet a new girl that they never knew before. They meet a new guy. They meet several new coaches, several new potential agents, there's a lot of newcomers in their lives, and uh, most of them are asking for something. And so our model chain, you know, is really just a, a contrast to that, and, and I'm not saying that any of those other models or, or poor models are just different. Yeah, I just, uh, what I wanted to do, uh, you know, and the purpose of that, uh, throwing that out there like that, was just to let players that, that listen to this show uh, or may have heard uh, you know, I don't want there to be any misinformation out there when it comes to Troop 21 and, and the agenda of Troop 21. Uh, they definitely are there f to benefit the players. It's uh, it's a safe haven, you know, and it's uh, it's the reason why I continue to advocate it from the day that I met you guy. And, and I appreciate that you're that you're there. But no, but you're there to truly assist players. Uh, you've been contracted by the people that you mentioned, the NC2A, the, the National Football League, and, and the other organizations that, that you work with and for. And so, therefore, uh, you're providing a service to these players. And that player network event, that that is truly uh, something special. I want to try to uh, – I'm going to turn it back over to Mark because I wanted to ask Mark a question uh, because he said something earlier, and, and I didn't get a chance to um, to comment on it. But, uh, you know, in terms of a brand and, and play Players, uh, you know, people uh, become uh, uh, attached to NFL players, NBA players, NHL players, you know, all over the world. Uh, and so they have fans all over the world. I can I can assure you that the, the Yankees have fans all over the world, you know, mm -hmm. and, and I'm sure perhaps maybe the Philadelphia Eagles have fans all over the world. Uh, tell me about some things you are doing in, when it comes to this digital space and expanding these players in the brand beyond you know, the local teams of which they play for. Yeah, well, you know, going back to the, the example I said earlier, had Michael Jordan been in his prime today, we'd have seen a bunch bigger, faster explosion with him. Uh, we, we have fun with, with, the, with sort of what you call the digital age. Uh, fans, for example, one of, our, uh, one of our, our clients is trying to figure out a way that you know, typically, you'll experience a celebrity. You know, I watch him and I enjoy him, or I clicked on his YouTube video. But what if you could reach through the Internet and feel a sense of, I just touched, you know, I'm there with the celebrity. And so we've been really experimenting around a lot with some of these uh, technologies that are out there to give fans that sense of feel. And, you know, for example, one of the things we're playing with is uh, have kids take their phones and uh, have a nationwide search for the best end zone dance. And they just film them with their phones and upload it to YouTube or 
um, you know, one of the clients we have is doing a sort of a take on the world uh, concept where he'll go to the local Best Buy and play video games against people. And you know, I want um, I want fans that are not in the local the locality or the area where the person is playing to still get a similar feel like I'm a part of this. And uh, you know, yeah, I think you're exactly right with with some of these new technologies. My goodness, and most of it's free when you're talking about Twitter and YouTube. I mean, those are just the simplest examples. Uh, people can get really creative with go with a two-way street, and that is, you know, I'm an athlete, and you're here's something I put on YouTube, and you enjoyed it. But what if you can put something on that everybody can enjoy, and it makes it a two-way communication? And I think that's sort of uh, the next phase of where things are going. Integrating all of that, it, it is pretty important. And if I could double back really fast. Um, to the conversation you two were just having. It is so critical that organizations like Troop 21 are out there because you know, I think people have this, this general feeling that athletes are all rich. They have it all. They must have five advisors behind them and $5 million in the bank and $5 million in their, in their pocket. And the reality is their career is only maybe two, three, four, five, six years. And so trying to live off of that or make that last, um, it's, it, it isn't the lavish, uh, luxurious lifestyle forever that people think that it is. And, and most of the time, we all end up getting that call two years down the road that's like, oh, my God, where did it all go? And so uh, it, that conversation that you were just having needs to continue to be had out there because you know, we see it all the time. Yeah, and, uh, Guy, I think, you know, those, those, uh, those facts... Uh like the back of your head in terms of the the, the length of a career of players and uh, and all those kind of uh, statistics. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, in the NFL, it's it's the average career is hovering around three and a half to four years. Uh, that's shorter than a, than a, a a college career, a four year scholarship. Uh, and I don't think people really realize how short it is for the average player. And really, the and I appreciate, Mark, you correcting me earlier uh, in terms of the branding. You're the, you know, you work in that space, and, and uh, I, I sort of embellished my example to, to talk a little bit about the, you know, the tortoise or the hare. And, and I think most athletes have to be the tortoise in their growth and development as a as a as an athlete as well as a a, a businessman or, or a brand and uh because there are only going to be a few michael jordans or kobe every the client that came to you said he wanted to be michael jordan well first you got to win six rings <laughs> and and, yeah. and that's that's much tougher because he's in a team sport and there's so many other variables and so many other factors so uh I, I really believe in patience, you know, the slow grind. You know, we are, we are in a microwave generation, and, and technology is making things happen, is, you know, uh, so quickly. Uh, but, but, you know, I, I really want to teach patience and, and planning. And, and really, you, you put in what you get out. So, Mark, you talked about commitment and, and spending the time. Uh, you know, I have a rule with a player. Like if a, the player that called me the other day, you know, he asked me the question about helping him start up. And, and so we're past that. But I told him, I said, you know, if you develop a relationship with me, 
then I only ask one thing is that you, you, you make you do what you say you're going to do and you commit some time to, to working together. So I, I give them a 40 hour rule and it's really simple. I say, if you will not commit 40 hours in a season to your off the field development, then I can't help you. And so most Americans work 40 hours in a week. Mm-hmm. And and you'd be surprised at how tough it would be to get a professional athlete to to clearly carve out 40 hours in a year. Hey, Guy, I'm going to have to interrupt you. I'm sorry. I got music, but you're going to have to finish that on the other side of break. 40 hours in a year, professional athletes, come on, help him out. You listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters, and we're going to come back and talk about that 40 hours in a year. We'll be right back. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. (laughs) NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. We some hard hitters. We some hard hitters. Hard hitting radio is a new kind of sports and entertainment show. Your hosts are NFL veterans Mark McMillan and co-host Byron Evans. It's an hour of hater-free radio every week. You'll hear interviews with top athletes, celebrities, coaches, and fans. It's humor, hits, and conversation. Hard Hitting Radio is on with McMillan and Evans. Listen Fridays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Network. Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, is here for you, the fan, to hear about and discuss the week's top stories in the world of sports. We'll discuss not only the headliners, but you'll hear some of the smaller stories that don't usually make it on the sports wires today. It's a forum for the sports fan, hosted by Joe Cribbs, a three-time pro bowler with the Buffalo Bills. Joe is a 10-year pro football veteran, a former Southeastern Conference Most Valuable Player, and a member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Discuss the topics with Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network. Hey, football fans, are you ready for an intelligent discussion about the Buffalo Bills and the National Football League? Are you tired of listening to talk show hosts that have never played football? Instead of answering your questions, they prefer to listen to themselves. And when they don't like what you're saying, they just cut you off. Well, that won't happen on the Jeff Nixon Sports Report. Keep it clean, stay relatively calm and rational, and the discussion will flow well. Join Jeff Nixon Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Network. to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports okay i'm going to speed this one up because uh, this is the shortest segment of all guys uh you listen to rail of sports on the voice america network i'm the finish living like it matters before we went to break 
guy made something, made a statement that really stuck out in my mind, and he asked for a commitment. And I, I hope I heard you clearly, God. Did you ask the athletes to make a commitment in this working relationship with you to give you 40 hours in a year? Yeah, just 40 hours in a year. So, and I, and I mean, I, I don't think that they understand when I ask that I actually have a logging system. I track it. And, and so, you know, at the end of that year, you know, you know, I'll bring it up and say, hey, man, you email me six times and you call me 12. And, but, you know, that, that may take up, you know, two hours total. What did you do with the other 38 hours? Mm. And and so if it, you know, did you did you schedule time to for a speech coach, or did you did you go work with an image consultant to, to dress better, or did you, you know, did you go back to school? Did you start a business, and are you interning somewhere? I mean, I need to hear something like that for me to understand that it's worth my time to commit phone calls, emails, you know, consultations. Uh, and and if I don't see that, I don't, you know. Hey man, we're still buddies. I, you know, I like you. If I see you out, you know, we, we can have a bite to eat. But, but if you're not committed, why should I be? And, and so I, I believe that if you if you start a cycle of commitment in your off the field development, then by the time your career is over, you won't you won't be so sad when you get the foot in the butt and you get cut and released because that's the reality of how athletes leave the game. Very few walk out like. Jim Brown or, or Barry Sanders, well, very few, or, or even uh, Michael Jordan, as that name was brought up earlier. And I, I want to kind of want to go back to that because, and again, I don't want to put you uh, on the spot in any way, Mark. But when the guy walks through the door, and of course, I think they all want you to try to make them the next Mike. You know, what what is the reality of some of these things of which perhaps maybe uh, we should tell these athletes to to consider? Let's let's be more realistic in in what our dreams is. We all want to think big, but yeah. well, but the reality. Uh, exactly. I love that word reality. We're very honest. I think we have the, the, it's a little easier on us because the folks that approach us have already internally made, you know, flicked the switch on and they've made the choice. And so if they come in and say, I want to be Mike, you know, the odds are we will tell them, you know what, it's not possible to do that. Here is what's within the realm of possibility here. Uh, we've only really been approached once or twice by somebody of a stature where you know, something large is attainable, although I'm not sure Michael Jordan is attainable for uh, for anybody that I'm aware of at this point right now. But uh, do we feel pressure? No, uh, we're very honest. And so when, you know, go back to the kicker example, oh, and also i got to be honest, by and large, people come in with a pretty realistic expectation of what's possible. And in fact, most of the time we find they come in with an underappreciation of what's possible. I'm a kicker. I can't do anything. Can we at least scratch together this? You know, we're having to say, no, no, let's set our sights a little higher. Um, There was only the one person that came in and said, hey, I want to be Michael Jordan. And uh, in his case, although I don't see Michael Jordan stature happening overnight, um, I do anticipate that that one person is going to be fairly large. Um, But by and large, I think people come in with a pretty realistic expectation. I'm Mm -hmm. a a lineman or I'm a a shortstop on on a team that doesn't win. What do I do? And a lot of times, we're actually setting their sights a little higher than them than well, they might have come in with. I can tell you what I, I can certainly appreciate the fact, but but Michael just raised the bar another notch, <laughs> you know, with that with that majority ownership. But I'm glad he's still the stick of which players are being measured by when it comes to their achievements on either the basketball court or the football field. Because as Guy said, he's got six rings. 
And so I'm glad they're still shooting for that. Uh, Guy, one last thing. Let me ask you something. I know very competitive as athletes, you know, uh, the peer pressure on, on the field in a locker room to perform is, is, is tremendous. Is there a way that we can somehow uh, package that and make it the same way for success after football or after sports period? Or are we trying to find a way to, hey, guys, listen, you compete against that guy. Not that we want to keep up with the Joneses, but just, again, as uh, uh, somebody who sets the bar as an example of w- what life can be for you afterwards. Are we trying to create those relationships and those mentorships and those opportunities for guys to, hey, take a look at him? I know we talked to Dave Dorison once or twice, but we trying to do those kind of things? Without a doubt. I mean, I – I look at one of the most successful sports models, sports and entertainment models in the world in the National Football League and the way that they accomplished uh, what they have to to this juncture. And, and, you know, one of the major uh, tenets of their business is revenue sharing. And so the word sharing is, is really the critical variable here. You know, I think that... Athletes who are successful, who have transitioned to be executives at Bank of America or Sprint, or an athlete like Michael Jordan or Magic Johnson or Dave Durson uh, or Dave Bing, and, and you can, the list goes on and on of success stories of athletes who have transitioned. Alan Page is a Supreme Court justice. There are tons of them, but the sharing of who they are first with the world in a branded you know, collective approach, and then the sharing of their knowledge and relationships together is really the ultimate goal that I have for for the player networking event at Super Bowl and Troop 21. We would love to be the conduit to bringing successfully transitioned athletes, all of them together, you know, for the sake of just sharing the information and the stories. I didn't say a joint venture or a partnership or revenue sharing. I just said knowledge and information and wisdom. Guy, I, I, I'm so happy that you mentioned Alan Page because uh, just Friday uh, I was blessed, and that's what it is to me. I, I was blessed to be on a show here, G Cobb in the House, where Alan Page uh, was a guest on the show. I, I wasn't sure if you were aware of that or not, but Alan also happens to be from my hometown of Canton, Ohio. And I, I'm going to borrow a little bit of Charles Barkley here. And uh, and Charles said that, uh, let me be a role model for you the way I play basketball, And but you don't know much about my life. And I thanked Alan uh, because I said, Alan, you know, y- you touched my life. I, I, I inspired to be uh, successful like you were on the football field. You never met me, but I, I, I could look at you. Uh, on on Sundays playing for the Minnesota Vikings and and it gave me a sense of pride when I would travel and people were asking me you know where are you from and I would say Canton Ohio you know Alan Page is from Canton Ohio you know Marion Motley is from uh, Canton Ohio you know and those athletes were guys that I looked up to uh, on the football field but then for Alan to share his his story with us as in his plight uh, to become uh, you know an attorney of which he didn't know he would be a chief justice but uh, his plight to become an attorney. And, and so I think many times when, when athletes hear the stories of other players, they are inspired. And like that old commercial, it's, uh, you know, there is a chance. Yes, there is a chance. So I would like to join with you on that guy and extend this platform to be uh, another platform of which that information could be received. 
when you decide that to take that to the next step and, and make it happen, uh, I would like to be right there with you. And Mark, I, hey, I'm going to extend this invitation to you to join us out at the Player Network event, Mark, at the next Super Bowl where perhaps maybe the Eagles might be playing in Dallas, <laughs> you know, <laughs> in uh, 2011. And, and Guy, I, I'm sure you don't mind that I extended that invitation uh, to Mark and his company to come down and uh, have a booth with us down there at the Player Network event. Without a doubt. I mean, it, it really is a, 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 you know, America is built on, you know, some common values and some sharing of resources and time and talents. And, you know, that, that really is the way that we try to accomplish everything. Mo most people uh, who, who are athletes who are in business, they, they very rarely uh, sort of understand leveraging, you know, the, their likeness, their image, their relationships. Um, and so... What what we want to do is is really always spread that message. You know, there's something that w that that we can do together in business if we choose to. You know, really negotiate fairly. And so, it, there are a lot of brands that we've allowed at our table because we know philosophically, ideologically, that they they think like we think, and uh, we and we we want to help those people succeed. Well, guys, I hate to say it, but time has run out. Uh, that show's over with, and, of course, there's going to be a show next week. I'd like to thank my friends for joining me. Of course, Guy True from Troop 21 and also uh, Mark Magazoo, and Mark is from Atlas Strategies. You listen to Rail Sports on the Voice America Network, and I'll see you next time, which will be the best time. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.